abstract presented to you by the Western Student Research Conference. The abstract aims to get undergraduates in Canadian universities interested in pursuing a diverse range of research. The WSRC is a multidisciplinary research conference hosted at Western University. Now this two-day conference that will be held on March 27th and 28th is a place where ideas truly meet. So make sure to check out our logistics team interview if you want to get a better view of what it'll look like virtually this year. In this episode, we have an amazing chat with our research team. They are in charge of crafting the rubrics that'll be used during the conference, creating and evaluating the presenter applications, and much more. So if you are interested in learning more about our research team and their perspective on the conference, please keep listening. My name is Janica, and I'm the creative lead for the abstract. I'm Lev. I'm uh, one of the co-chairs for uh, for this conference. Hey, my name is Fiona. I am in my fourth year of medical sciences at Western, and I'm the research director for this year. Hi, guys. I'm Benny, and I'm in my third year medical sciences uh, module psychology. No, no, sorry, sorry, physiology. I always got those two confused because I have both. Sir. <laughs> And yeah, I'm a part of the research team with Fiona. She's great. Aww. All right, let's take it to Brian, I think. All right. So, hey, guys, I'm Brian. I am also a fourth year student in medical science. I'm doing physiology as well. And I am another member of the research team. Hey, guys, I'm Persis, and I'm a fourth year student in biology. And I'm also part of the research team. My name is Jason. And yeah, I'm fourth year, and uh, I'm currently doing uh, physiology and IMS, the dual degree. We're going to start off with our favorite question, which is, but why did everyone join the WSRC? Part of the reason why I joined uh, WSRC was a few years back, I attended one of the conferences. So that kind of sparked my interest. But I'd probably say the bigger reason was um, I had a lot of influence from Burke, who was <laughs> VP external. So he really pointed me towards this direction. And here I am now. I think I think it's important to get into uh, research a little bit because uh, after undergrad, if you're considering of pursuing more academics, you know, it's it's basically all you do, right? Like, you go to grad school, you do research, you go to med school, and then you do some work afterwards, you, you do some research. So, um, yeah, so helping to foster that sort of undergrad research experience, uh, I thought it was a pretty good cause to be involved. Yeah, I have a similar story, honestly. Like, I just liked research. And uh, when I was working at, like, uh, Mount Sinai in Toronto, I went to the University of Toronto's conferences a lot. And then I was like, huh, like, this is really cool, you know? And then uh, one of the people I worked with, she told me, like, hey, like, I'm sure Western has a lot of these, too. This is, like, back in first year. And then I, and then I was like, yeah, I'm sure it does. And I was like, okay, the first thing I looked up was, okay, Western Student Research Conference. And it's popped up. And I was like, yeah, I definitely want to join this. Um, I think it's kind of similar, like, I'm doing research right now, and I never thought it was that interesting, and now I'm kind of more into it, considering it further than this year. So I was like, let me see if there's an opportunity out there where I can get, like, a little bit more involved in different types of research, so kind of just get what I was looking for. My story is pretty similar. I love research, and I've been involved with it um, since high school. And also in high school, I helped like plan different conferences too. So I thought it was a good way to kind of mesh the two together, mm -hmm. like planning a conference and being involved with research. So yeah. 
That's amazing. So I'm guessing you have a lot of favorite moments as well. So would anyone like to, you know, tell us about their favorite memories on the WSRC? Uh, I got to say, one of the good moments was the first interview that I ever had. I think Fiona was there. Burke was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. Right? Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like a really tiny, cooped up space. <laughs> I think our research director then, um, he came in like, very late and we were just sitting there just mm-hmm. like, so i think that yeah, no, we was were, really fun we were just like awkwardly like congregated yeah. there and being like are you here for the interview yeah uh, but that was fun i think i think for me it has to be um well I've, I've only been here like this year um we had this uh we played among us right it, it was it was a small group of people we we played among us and yeah, I remember I couldn't join that day. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun, yeah. yeah. We should do it again. again. I'd say our weekly meetings are pretty fun, too. Especially those, like, random icebreakers we do. You know, in your opinions, as, you know, people from the research team, the research department of our great conference, um, you know, what makes multidisciplinary research, um, you know, so important um, you know, to get noticed, to put it out there, uh, not just the simple, we always talk about this, um, and we have to, you know, not just the regular science, medical science research that uh, everybody comes with, but um, from other disciplines as well, how come it's, you know, it's very important for us to provide a platform for, you know, for people to present their stuff. Um, yeah, so basically, I think multidisciplinary research is really important because uh, when you're solving issues, there's not just like a one-sided approach that you should take. Um, you should really consider issues holistically. And that, that involves, you know, um, consulting experts in different fields, um, getting different opinions. And I think that's when the best kind of solutions come about is when you get all these people with different viewpoints and stuff like that. Yeah. I totally agree with Fiona. Like, I know, like, in the past, like, research was all about science. Even medical schools was just about, like, memorizing rote facts and then just <clears throat> presenting them. And then as, like, the years went on, people realized that, like, that's not what science research should be about. Like, research should be about all different fields and like, implementing everything to make sure that, like, people know best. Right? I know that recently, even, even medical schools where they do, like, heavy medical research, there is ethics like ethical research there's a ton of psych- psychology philosophy aspects to research right which really broaden the patient experience there even in medical schools which uh because before again like it would just memorize wrote facts and just present them to patients and hopefully it solves itself but that's really not what anything in research is about not it's not just about science it's just that a lot of things have to happen for us to know everything like I'm, I'm partially sort of influenced by reading one book from thomas coons uh he's like a science philosopher he talked about um how scientific revolutions occur and, and i guess like his idea really i applies here as well and um um i guess my thinking and 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 i guess the things that I read, uh, what they tell me is that um, when you don't have multidisciplinary research, you know, two separate disciplines, if they go, if they advance far enough in their own research, um, eventually they become, it, it's possible that, that they become incapable of communicating with one another because the 
some of the ideologies and or whatever um they become so incapable and, and the tools they use to express themselves or validate their ideas they also become so incapable to the point where um sort of a reasonable discussion is not able to occur yeah so i i think that that point also sort of makes the multidisciplinary research very difficult because um Mm-hmm. One discipline is looking at it from one end, seeing it, seeing a square, for example, and the other is looking at it um, and looking at like a circle. And it uh, turns out it's like a um, like a cylinder or something, like, which is what well, a very crude analogy or, or whatever. But there, there, there are different ways of looking at it. And, and if you just uh, if you commit yourself too much to one discipline, you sort of close yourself off. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm shocked right there. That, what, a, what an answer. Eh? And so like one thing, one big thing is having presenters from different fields and from, you know, sort of different university as well. Um, so would you mind elaborating on who can apply to be a presenter? Yeah, I can take that. Um, So basically anyone from any university or any undergraduates from any university can apply to our conference. And we're really encouraging all people from all disciplines to apply because we want to enforce WSRC as being a multidisciplinary conference as much as we can. So yeah, it would be great to get applications from, you know, the social sciences, sciences, um, health science, engineering, um, and stuff like that. Research is research. That's what Duncan said. Remember that, Janica? It's like whatever you do, it's what it's either you're doing science or biology or 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 just financial analysis or anything. Research is research. Yeah. All the all the same skills uh, apply everywhere. I think I think a, a, a huge part of research is getting it out there, right? Like if you mm-hmm. do all this work, it, it doesn't materialize unless you communicate it outwards. Definitely things like this conference um, help with like open sharing of research and your findings, stuff like that. Yeah, so I think it's really helpful. Yeah, so if you could describe a good applicant in one word, what word would that be? I'll say passionate. Passionate, okay, got it. One word, here comes stumped. Passion would have been like an actor word that I would have gone for, but. I took it away from all of you. Yeah, that's (laughs) taken away. I guess, like, ambitious. Like, so, you know, fashion, I guess, but ambitious is a good word. Um, how do applicants demonstrate that? How do they portray that passion, that that ambition? How do they show that passion for what they're doing in an abstract? Honestly, um, I feel like as an undergrad, undergrad student, participating, participating in a conference already, in a degree, um, demonstrates some ambition and some mm. passion, you know? Like it's it's not it's not something all undergrad. I feel like do. passion is hard to show concretely. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but you um like if you have if you have something to show for yeah. um your research and you're willing to present, I think that demonstrates definitely some some degree of passion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think for me like definitely definitely like completeness and organization would be my word that like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I I, I might have came up with three words and t- taken away from the next person. <laughs> yeah, just like communicable, you know, like just is 
even if it's any any field of research as long as it's communicated effectively to be like a question that you went and answered right that's the main like that that's essentially what research is so like i feel like that's the one thing i'd be looking in an, uh, in an application if i was to describe that in one word good answer all right. Well, uh, I was going to say organized, but uh, kind of oh, took that away <laughs> before. Yeah, no, no worries. But yeah, I was thinking someone who's organized, someone who has their stuff together and has a plan on where they want to take this is definitely, uh, I mean, that definitely shows in an abstract. Mm -hmm. Interesting. My word was going to be, well, this is more so about like the research process, not so much like presenting in a conference, but um, my word would definitely be like perseverance because when you're conducting research, there's definitely barriers that you come across and it might be hard sometimes, but um, when you especially, cross especially those barriers, then yeah, especially as undergrads, it's really hard to get into research, especially. So yeah, once you cross those barriers though, it's definitely really rewarding. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, well, also, mm -hmm. I think again, like that, that that's a little harder to see in an abstract. So, like, mm -hmm. I think just like having the abstract kind of shows that. So, like, yeah, mm -hmm. behind every abstract, there's definitely like a story. That's a way to describe it. Yeah. So, one of the challenges for the conference is that it is online, but it does have a lot of advantages especially for presenters, you know, you don't have to commute as much. So what are some of the advantages you think that presenters can look out for? Hey, you don't have to wear pants. So. <laughs> <laughs> the number one benefit. Yeah. And then, yeah, just going on that, like, yeah, it is more, I feel like sometimes it would be more comfortable presenting online rather than in person. Like I know, like, like it's, it's kind of scary to present in person to a bunch of panel of judges. So online, I feel like it's less stressful even. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. the biggest benefit of it being online is just exposure to research from so many different places because um, yeah. presenters don't need to commute to London anymore. So um, yeah. they can really come from all over the world. And that really expands the kind of research that we can showcase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had a nice long discussion about, uh, you know, making research accessible, you know, um, providing that platform. I think this is a really, really good opportunity for us to actually do so this year. Um, you know, just, yeah. uh, it's, uh, you know, it's just, that's, that's one of the reasons we sort of shortened the time span. We made a two day conference, um, you know, so uh, de definitely uh, you guys nailed it there. I guess, yeah, what's, uh, what's one thing that changed, um, you know, for your team? How has your team, how's your dynamic and like what you guys are doing? How has that changed, um, you know, given, given uh, online pandemic? Uh, and the main thing would be like Zoom meetings in person. Like I, I, like personally, I prefer in person just because like you get to know each person, you get to actually like communicate with them like directly. So mm -hmm. I think that's the one challenging thing that kind of hurts here when like the meetings have been changed to online instead of like in person. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I agree with that because I remember last year, like I really liked going to the in-person meetings and like yeah. talking to Benny and 
the other people on the research team. Just like just about like random stuff too, not even yeah. like WSRC Yeah, I think more random stuff come up if you're in person just because like it's easier to build rapport in person rather than yeah. in a Zoom meeting, it's more like structured. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess like in a Zoom meeting, um, if you're done with the Zoom meeting, you just click the leave, leave button and then you just yeah. go on yeah. watch whatever, but completely. Oh, yeah. Uh, to add to that, like, I feel like it's harder to just like, like, it feels like in person you speak over each other more. So more ideas are just there, you know, like yeah. it just is in, in a Zoom meeting, like you can stop paying attention to your screen and just like drift away. I guess, uh, a little bit of like a follow-up question to that would be, I guess you guys, do you guys still enjoy it? Um, I know you guys have made like the best of it. I know you guys are doing well. You know, you can have conversations on Zoom, but I feel like when you're having conversations, like you don't get to know people as well because you have multiple conversations like you would in person where you have like side conversations, like it's like one person talking and you kind of take things sideways and then you can't, you know? So I feel like sometimes I just don't, push it because I'm like I don't know if anybody will even like hear it or like yeah, irrelevant by the time someone hears it so I think that's just a personal thing I have with Zoom mm-hmm. like you have family conversations I'm like I can't hear anybody talking at the same time yeah. what makes it more difficult I think is because there's a slight lag so sometimes like I want to say something but I just don't want to cut someone off in the middle of yeah. talking you know? Um, I think the big issue that we've been running into is trying to get more applications in. And I'm not sure if it's because like, it's harder to promote the conference without like everyone being on campus and stuff, um, mm-hmm. like through word of mouth or whatever, or if it's just because like, given the pandemic, less people are conducting research and being in the lab and stuff like I that. Think, yeah. I think the huge part yeah. is like people just aren't able to find research positions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. It's like a lot of research is wet lab based, right? So because now everything is like stay at home, like all those opportunities are cut down and like even the lab occupancy, right? They can't fit as many people as they would probably like to have in there either. So yeah, opportunities definitely cut down. Another reason why we might be having struggles of getting applicants in is because um, one of our co-chairs puts the wrong application date, due date on a mass email um that happens too and i don't want to call anybody by name here but he is a co-chair of this year's conference and he did that um this was i sent we sent it out on the wednesday i think and then then i wake up thursday and then a bunch of messages obviously and then i see one in the group chat it was from fuad and the first one said hey so all that mass emails sent out today said that the deadline is the 28th instead of the 21st so we switched it to the 21st or what happened and i guess everybody just took the initiative saying that we changed it and i'm sitting here and i'm panicking i'm calling <laughs> Ashita. i'm like what just happened like what what what's going on what's going on she's like what what what's happening what's happening i'm like we put the wrong or sorry i put the wrong application date on there i don't know what's going on she's like oh did you oh that's fine and i'm like Really? So, like, my whole panic is just for nothing, blah, blah, whatever. So, anyways, that's the story of how the application got, got pushed back a second time. God. Yeah, no, Fouad, Fouad messaged, and he was like, oh, I didn't know the deadline got extended to the 28th. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that either. But I guess, no, I guess that works. You know what? At least we can get more people to apply. But for those who are on the fence of applying, what sort of advice would you give them um do you have anything to say to them if they're 
unsure about applying? Please um, apply. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just like go for it. Because, you know, sometimes you get like good experiences out of things you're very unsure of. And I think, you know, this could be one of them. So go for it. Yeah, like mm -hmm. why not? Yeah, I think as long as you can organize what you have into a proper format, right? Like, yeah, go for it. Like, saying, there's no losses to applying, is what you guys are saying. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's good experience just to yeah. have like an opportunity to present your research somewhere. I was going to say, yeah, definitely go for it. It's probably the best advice you can get. Like, there's pretty much there's nothing to lose here. Like, you're definitely just, it's a great opportunity for exposure for your research. Especially if you uh, don't have much uh, experience to begin with, a student conference is a great place to begin. Mm. I think I it it just feels like such a harmless sort of environment, yeah. um, as opposed to saying like submitting to a journal. If you submit to a journal, managing to submit it to a journal is already a big step in and of itself. And the student conferences, it's not <laughs> such a such a rough sort of environment. So, what are your research interests? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I I, um, I work with a, a professor. Uh, she she's like a epidemiologist at uh, Saint Joseph's Hospital. Um, and yeah, we do sort of some yeah we do like ophthalmological research. We do some systematic reviews, meta analyses. Um, we worked on a couple of clinical trials as well. Uh, with the patients in the ophthalmology clinic. Uh, yeah, this, and, and I work with Brian. So I'd say, yeah, we work in the same lab. I'd say definitely the bulk of our research is uh, focused towards systematic reviews, but the general topic is uh, usually uh, ophthalmology related. But since we are an epidemiology lab lately, it's been COVID this, COVID that, right? Uh, yeah, personally, I'm, like, I'm a big proponent of like social science. So like you'd think like, sort of into that and I have been looking into like I started I, I have been looking into like some social science research like how COVID actually impacts mental health uh but like mainly I'm mostly interested in microbiology research like just uh I think this is why I tell everyone that like asked me it's like I, I like the research that I've uh I've looked at has been the bugs like the like the microorganisms that don't die with traditional methods so, like, scientifically, it's carbapenemase uh, resistant, like, uh, enterobacteriaceae. So, they're essentially bugs that don't die, no matter what you do, and they're, like, a big threat. So, that's that's essentially what the, my most of my research is focused on. But, yeah, like, I've, I've been trying to exp explore into mental health research, and cause I, I find that really interesting, too, just, like, psychology. Uh, so, yeah, that, those are mainly my research interests. I'm interested in conservation and animal ecology. That's kind of what my research right now is into. And I was just saying I get like commercial fish species and I'm just kind of looking at like how you can conserve them, but also like still make it into an industry. So yeah, basically I've been working in a stem cell lab at SickKids in Toronto since um, like grade 12. Um, and we look at pediatric liver diseases and specifically like rare ones um, that aren't very common in children and we're trying to use um, these things called induced pluripotent stem cells to kind of use them as like a model to study different liver diseases um, and then more recently I've also tried to get more into like clinical research so I'm working with a researcher in London um, and he just like looks at post-stroke rehab 
and their experiences with that. That's super interesting. I hope you learned a lot about, you know, what the research team does um, and what they're responsible for and why you should present in this year's conference as well. So thank you to our lovely research team for coming today and speaking about what they do and how, how they do it. Thank you guys all. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking us. to us. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at WesternSRC. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.